Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app. Welcome to Fightful. It is March 27th, 2023. It is WrestleMania week, and uh, Fightful is just ahead of the game. We've got Denise camping out in L.A. right now. I got here like 30 years early for WrestleMania. Yeah, she her commitment to coverage of wrestling is unmatched. She showed up 30 years before just to cover this show. Um, I admire that you guys are going to have a bunch of content, uh, both on, on this channel, on Denise's channel this week. I'm going to give you guys a, a little update Tuesday. We'll be doing listing your boy at 3 PM Eastern. I'm flying out on Wednesday. We will also have the fightful round table with Shaq, Steve Larson and Tempest. And of course the NXT review on Wednesday, uh, we are going to have at least one interview. I know we have Billy Stark set up ahead of WrestleMania week. But the AEW review, Robert DeFelice will be filling in for me. I'll be sending in notes uh, as we get them and all that good stuff. Then on Thursday, I'm hoping to have an interview up from uh, Media Day, uh, Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday and Sunday as well. We're going to have the Impact review. Because the Impact New Japan show will be at like 2 in the morning Eastern, 
They'll be talking about that next week as well. They'll have Day After Dynamite, I believe. They'll have the Spotlight on Friday again. We'll probably have an interview. You'll have the SmackDown review. Robert's filling in for me there. We'll have the ROH Supercard review. Saturday is Grapsity. The NXT review, the NXT Stand and Deliver review, and then I will be back Saturday night for the uh, post-show for WrestleMania. And uh, I'll be doing that with Will Washington. Denise will be at the press conference. There's just uh, a ton going on this week. It's going to be insane. I am so excited for it. And FightfulSelect.com is going to have even more sour graps, Q&A shows. Drop the backstage report today. Denise, this is an insane week, but it's a home game for you. How are, how are you feeling about Dude, WrestleMania without I'm, getting on a plane? I am so chill. I deserve this, okay? Do you have any yeah. idea how many places I've had to go to? And you know everything's always over in the East Coast. Like, I used to get so pissed when I used to go in there, and you'd be like, oh, my flight was only 45 minutes, and there was nobody in the Kentucky airport, and oh, it's like five That's minutes, and then I got here, and oh, I'm That's also only, go home tonight, listen. and I'll be home in about two hours. That That's shit used only to piss me off. That is only Lexington to Chicago, and I don't go to Chicago anymore. Okay, like I haven't been to Chicago too, in two years. Would, I would see you in other places, and you were like, "It was like a four hour, like a two hour flight. I'm here." <laughs> it used to make me so mad because I was sitting there in crap ass seats on the airplane oh, for like man. five to six hours with my back hurting, my neck hurting, and uh, you know. But anyways, I'm so thankful, man. Like, I feel like this this huge amount of weight has been, like, taken off of my shoulders. Like, I can breathe. I can relax. I feel really good. I get to sleep in my own bed. This is amazing. Well, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate that. Subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. If you want to get your question or statement read on the air or on any of the shows this week, Donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Now, we are on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we've got Facebook, all, all that good stuff. we got every platform possible. Check those out. But make sure you turn those notifications on because I've already got people saying, ah, didn't get notified today, yada, yada. Uh, so make sure that you, you've got that. Why does that always happen that, on the Raw Post show? I don't know. It's, it's YouTube hating on me. YouTube hating on me. But... Get in your super chats that get your question or statement uh, read on the air like our friends Sheldon and Jonathan and KE775 and Jay Miller are already doing now. Or you can go to humperchats.com. And I know that some of you that are new here are like, what are humper chats? They sound like Denise pretending to be me. What, what the heck are humper chats? Well, uh, that allows you to leave your question or statement before we go on the air. So, like, say tonight you want to leave a question for the SmackDown review or the WrestleMania review days away. Uh, we will have Luis, our great moderator, put those away, and they will be asked then. Uh, that is our Streamlabs platform. It's very handy. But let's talk WWE Monday Night Raw. We've got a super chat already. Uh, we've got uh, Jonathan Corona saying... Hey, Sean, any chance? I know you don't do these often. Could be wrong. Do you know any surprises that are going to happen at Mania or after Mania? No, I feel like if Jay White's going to show up there, it'll be a surprise for Mania or after Mania. 
You know, it's funny right before you said that I was going to say, so Sean, do you have any updates on Jay White? Do you think Jay White's going to WWE since it's our number one asked question every week? <laughs> SAS says, well, yeah, I do think that, that Jay White probably should head to WWE. I think if it's going to happen, I think it happens this weekend. That's how I feel. I don't have anything to indicate that. I, I know he's able to talk to them now. SAS says, Denise, are you going to smell your finger after using the bathroom? Yes, because I always use good smelling soap. It's a thing, Sean. Just forget it. Well, we it. kicked off the show with Ms. TV. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus are all there. They're interrupted by damage control. Now, I, I did love the Ms.-Becky interaction. This was this was good Becky stuff here where she's talking about. It was maybe one of the best Ms. Balls lines ever because I'm so this, over those. This one line, this one line by Becky Lynch was worth all of those months of Ms. Balls joke because like, I have not ever laughed about the Ms. Balls no, line. I was so over it. This one here was worth it. Over, over that, I'm over. Awesome, correct. My hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. N none of them get like the right kind of heat from me. It's just like, no. okay, I get it. You're saying the thing that parents said to their kids in the eighties in the car or whenever they were loud. Like, ah. And I'm just like, come on, man. But this one was good. Ms. says my balls aren't tiny. They're massive as verified by my wife. And Becky Lynch replies, well, at least you don't have to worry about Maurice getting around a lot before she met you. And I was like, <laughs> that was good. That was prime Becky. I love that was it. good stuff. I thought it was hilarious, man. Becky Lynch completely won me over with this one. She was on another one today. I can tell she's feeling that like WrestleMania energy because she had like a little extra pep in her step with everything that she did today. She had a super fired up promo. Uh, we'll get into the rest of it later on, but this was great. Um, I kind of wish that this was it with the tiny balls and the massive balls and every ball thing Let's related retire with it. the Miz. But I, I'm pretty sure we're going to continue get it all the way through to WrestleMania because they did the whole little musical bit. So I'm pretty sure we're going to hear about his balls at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, drag. Anyway, damage control interrupts. Bailey is not happy with how any of this went down. She's like, man, you, you, Lita and Trish are coming out of retirement to, to play second and third banana to Becky Lynch just to give her something to do. Becky was fired up. The crowd did not. The crowd in Phoenix did not react to her being fired up quite as well as they should until she tossed down the mic, and then I thought it got a good reaction. But she was like, "Eo Sky was one of the greatest NXT champions of all time." Dakota Kai. Now here, here's where it lost me a little bit. She's like, "Dakota Kai's doing nothing. She's a two-time tag champion and is doing nothing." And I'm like, "Well, she she did do that with Damage Control, but yeah." But Becky was like saying the same thing that we thought. Thought it was over at War Games. Thought it was over at Hell in a Cell. Thought it was over when we won the tag titles. Now it's going to end. And I believe it will end, Denise, because I think they probably win. I think Trish pretty soon turns on Becky, and we see that. But uh, I, I thought the promo was pretty solid. But, you know, that, that one Dakota thing is such a minor thing in the grand scheme of things. Do you think Go we're ahead. still going to be seeing uh, Damage Control stay strong after WrestleMania? Or do you think that they might go their separate ways? I th I think they're probably going to see them go their separate ways, which, because you know, is... I, yeah. 
I kind of felt like during this, when Becky was kind of saying, you know, she was going off and she was saying about how, uh, you know, damage control, that they are nothing and they haven't done anything and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And kind of how Bailey took away from them and this and that. Uh, I kind of felt like, man, you know, I can't really disagree with Becky Lynch here where I feel like damage control started off really hot and you were really excited. Like when they all debuted and got together, um, what was it? SummerSlam. Uh, I remember that feeling really cool. And then, you know, they got the tag team championships and it was cool and all, but that quickly went away that quickly faded out. So I kind of didn't totally disagree with Becky Lynch during the segment here, but um, so sure. it makes me wonder because I was really excited about damage control and I kind of feel like yeah it just the buzz faded away really fast for damage control it did and the creative wasn't great yeah I feel bad because it's all really just there but I thought Becky Lynch was phenomenal in this and when Bailey was saying that you know that uh Lita and Trish were nothing as well and that they were over you know 20 years ago and this and that um it was one of those things where I don't know if I necessarily liked that part, but I get why she did it and why they said it. But it does kind of take away just a little bit from it. For me, especially, I did like, though, that Trish was basically saying, well, look at her with the championship. She's 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 clearly something now. I wish they would have given Lita something a little bit more during this. I felt like she probably had. I don't think she even said anything. Did she even say anything? I don't remember her saying anything. I, I, I don't think she did. Yeah. I Maybe maybe one or two things. I, I don't I'd remember seen, her saying anything. I thought she so. said something. I've got a super chat uh, from uh, KE775. It says, does Trish turn heel at Mania in your opinion? So uh, we're going to talk about the, this match shortly as well, which kicked all kinds of ass. But yeah, I, we saw Becky doing the media rounds, and she hinted that maybe she'll wrestle on both nights of Mania. One, I think that's a fantastic idea. I would have the six-woman tag night one i would also have the women's showcase night one then winner of the women's showcase gets a tag title shot the next night and trish stratus costs lita and becky the tag team titles the next night you could still do don't you, you know, think the they would have announced that though already maybe i mean maybe not for it's the showcase Friday. match it, especially yeah, they, they've got stuff that you know how they love to do. They love to be like, as reported by Time Magazine. When are they going to do as reported by Fightful? Well, I mean, we've done that like 10 times. We've broken stories that they fed yeah, when Stacey Keebler tonight, for the love of God. But when they say it on TV, because they're always oh, they like, variety. Saying it. I'm saying on TV. <laughs> when on TV are they going to be like, as reported by Fightful's Sean Ross app? As Byron Saxon pops up there. As reported by FightfulSelect.com, Vince McMahon had the creepiest goddamn mustache you're ever going to see. Like, that that's, would be freaking hilarious. Bad. I would die if that happened. Like, I would roll over and die. <laughs> As reported by Fightful Select. It would have to be that exact line about the mustache. I mean, maybe something like, As reported by FightfulSelect.com, if you want to get stronger, harder erections, check out Blue Chew and the code Fightful. That's a free one for Blue Chew. But... And they could tie in the Miz on that, you know, tie in the ball joke. Man. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. This talking about, of, uh, yeah. about Trish. Uh, but we got this awesome Becky and EO match. I, I just think that since Becky came back, she has had the best in-ring run of her entire career. She has been on fire. 
uh, no pun intended. And this is the type of match we need to see with EO Sky, a good like 10 minute match. One of my favorite parts of this was a German suplex. And I don't, I don't know if it was intended this way, but what it looked like was that EO was going to do a bridging German suplex and Becky just happened to roll out of the pin and EO said, uh, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this and do a bridging German suplex. Fantastic. I thought that they killed it. They just, they have some really fantastic chemistry and I get a lot of shades of Shelton Benjamin out of EO sky. And by that, I mean every single time that she is on raw or SmackDown and she faces another top level talent. She kills it. Shelton Benjamin always used to do that. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, the undertaker, all these people that he would work with. And you could see like, Oh, he could absolutely hang there. We've known that EO could hang there. It's just a matter of her getting that opportunity at the main roster level that we saw her get in NXT. Um, and I, I think she can absolutely do it. This match was fantastic, I thought. I think the reason why this match in particular stood out to me was mainly because of where it was on the show. The last couple of weeks, maybe even months, I feel like the only, if we've gotten any good women's matches where they actually let them go in there and showcase themselves and the match actually has a little bit of, you know, it has something to really get invested to. It's really been you know, if it's like a main event match or something, but they really haven't done that with any of the matches that have occurred during the other parts of the show. A lot of the women's matches have sort of been the same on Raw lately, where it's a very quick, quick and go, get a couple minutes in there, and there's really nothing of substance to really get into the match. And that's been one of my biggest, like, kind of pet peeves when it comes to some of the booking of these matches because I'm seeing people go out there that I know can do these phenomenal matches, and you're having them go out there, hit a couple moves, and then that's it. They're calling it a day. And so... And um, so with this one here, I was kind of expecting that. I'm going to be real with you. I really wasn't expecting everything that we got here. Like, I'm not saying I wasn't expecting that these two could have a good match. That's not even my whole thing. It's just that a lot of the booking for these matches, especially in the first, second hour, I really do think we've been getting the same type of matches for the women over and over. So I was very happy that this one kind of broke out and they actually let EO and Becky go at it. And I mean, like even you know just seeing her it's been a while since i feel i've seen her hit her moonsault uh, or maybe it just stood out to me a little bit yeah. extra today but that was definitely something when becky lynch did that baseball slide to eo uh the way that she completely sold it and how she flew to the other side practically i thought that was really great um i think what they did here was really just seize the opportunity of this match between the two SAS says, hopefully Triple H pushes EO after Mania, just like her NXT days. Yeah, I hope she does get a, a more substantial push, but I do want to see more long-term women's tag teams as well. And again, I don't necessarily need a... I don't need a Dakota-EO split. I would like for them to splinter off from Bailey, but I would like to see like maybe the affiliation cap between Dakota and EO even if they're not a full-time tag team as well. I just get uh, nervous though, Sean. I get nervous because I'm like, man, like we need tag teams, right? 
But then at the same time, whenever we see girls go off on their own, sometimes they don't always invest in them. So I get kind of nervous like, of the idea of completely separating damage control because I, I don't know what the future is going to look like for EO. I don't know what the future is going to look like for Dakota. So it does kind of make me a little bit nervous. Uh, I want to wish our, our friend Vicky well. She's recuperating from surgery. Vicky, we hope you get well soon. Thank you for still tuning in and watching. We greatly appreciate you. Trey says, I like you guys, so here's money. I also got the number one pick of my fantasy baseball draft. Don't mean to brag. Somebody, a, a friend of mine, Alex Fuse, said, hey, do you want to join my fantasy baseball league? And I said, no, that is a full-time job. There, no way. All those games, I used to do that like, 15 years ago it was an everyday thing i gave up by the the beginning of may it is i don't know how they work how do they work uh just the same as fantasy football but it's i've never played fantasy anything i mean you want me to break down fantasy football no i'm just saying like how do you decide like what teams you get or what or like do you well you draft draft individual you draft individual players based on position and depending on their performance the better their performance the better Or more points you get. Uh, but with baseball, you're updating that every single day, most of the oh, time. No, in football, like it's too much work. Exactly. It ain't for me. I've never played fantasy anything. Oh, I did play Final Fantasy. Never mind. I did play that. That is categorically different. <laughs> I know, but hey, I'm throwing it in there. It's the not, only not fantasy even, thing I've done. Don't even belong in the in the same conversation. Hey, it's a game. It has fantasy in it. I'm throwing nope, it in. That's not the same. Not the same. Andrew Cool says, fingers crossed, no LED stage. Spend it all. I should have some updates and some pictures that we'll post on Fightful Select uh, of the stage soon. Hey, uh, Anti and Brick says, never mind. I'm not going to say wah, wah. No, never mind. Zip. I was going to say something, but then I was like, nah, I better not. Anti and Brick says, how guys, how are you guys feeling about the card overall? How would you rate your excitement level for this year's mania compared to other years? Mine is out of 10 out of 10. And really it's just the fact that I've never seen a show at SoFi stadium. This is my first time I've been to the actual stadium, but I've never seen a show. Um, I haven't had WrestleMania here since 21. Uh, For me, it's mainly just the fact that it's here. That really has my excitement through the roofs. So, as far, especially as far as a main event, I don't know that I've been as excited for a main event since. I mean, Sasha and Bianca, I was excited for the match, but the build was so bad. Uh, Rousey, Charlotte, Becky, I was very excited for that, especially for historical yeah. reasons. I was excited when they found when we found out that the KO show was closing WrestleMania because a lot of us were like, "Oh, does that mean we're going to get a match with Stone Cold? Are we not going to get a yeah, match with Stone but, Cold?" Remember that whole conversation? I well, was. Excited I remember when I reported that. it on FightfulSelect.com in January, so I, I knew pretty much. Well, I'm sorry, Sean, but some of us were still excited about it. Okay, but I mean, I would say, like, I I don't remember the last time I've been as excited for a WrestleMania main event as this, and even Usos and Sami Zayn. Like, I, I'm very excited for those because a lot of them have been like very, very forced main events, like Triple H and Roman Reigns and Brock versus Reigns, all those times, very, very forced type of things yeah um dnc says who was the first heel you liked before you knew the deal uh mr perfect i would say i I thought that mr perfect was cool as hell i don't know i was a little kid i didn't even know i was just cheering for anybody 
We also have uh, a super chat from Jonathan Corona. Always helpful. Says, Denise, like I told Sean, don't forget to wear jackets because Wednesday and Thursday, here comes more rain in SoCal. Damn, I hate the rain. Listen, I am leaving Kentucky where it is sunny and 70 degrees to go to L.A. where it's going to be 55 and raining. Yeah, but it's only on Wednesday and Thursday. It's going to be like sporadic, though. And, and then the sun will come out. You'll be fine. But you know what, Sean? Would you rather be – well, never mind. I was going to say, would you rather be in Kentucky with – yeah, you know what? Would you rather be in Kentucky with rain or in L.A. with rain? I will take L.A. with rain any day. Kentucky. Kentucky, I can get anywhere I want in 10 to 15 minutes here. I, yeah, it's going to be 30 minutes same, just from my hotel Sean. to the media junket. It's not the same. Thursday. Sean, it's not the anyway. same. Stop, stop. It's not the same. We got the Oscar Bianca video packages. We also got one for Charlotte. Uh, but KE775 says, no build to the Raw women's title match on, on the show is a bad look. Triple H has to fix this post-mania. The women's division is too talented to be ignored. Why do you it, think it, they all just got videos today? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see them on Friday. Maybe it's a bit of a split. We'll see some videos for what we saw progression on Friday. I would like to kind of wait and see there, but I will say that I think that a lot of the women's storyline progression has been lazy just in general under Triple H. Like there, there's a lot of stuff that could have been better, especially with the personalities that you have. You have so many great personalities at your disposal that can play off of things and, and they haven't seemed to do it. That being said, I do think that the video, uh, the videos were very good. They were very good, but we still need a little bit more. I, I do hope that they really stack up SmackDown on uh, Friday. It's looking pretty good so far. Um, they got some good stuff on there, but I think at this point it's like, man, you know, we're really, we're just, a, you know, we're what, five days away. I mean, they should have been doing these really big builds a long time ago, you know, weeks ago when we were sitting here sure. talking about it. Absolutely loved the backstage segment with Ali and Seth Rollins. He is positive Ali. Do you feel positive Ali about it? I do. I really like it. His, his get up was hilarious. Um, he's basically doing the positively page gimmick and that had its, that, that was underappreciated at the time. There are some gimmicks I wish would be recycled. I mean, they basically did Waylon mercy for Bray Wyatt. I remember when the, it looked like they were doing the Sean O'Hare devil's advocate stuff with carrying cross. And I was like, Oh my God, he's perfect for that. I wish they would. So I think Ali is just smarmy enough to do this. And like, even like the way his hair looks is even sarcastic. With the bucket hat. With the bucket hat. With the bucket hat, yeah. And I like that Seth Rollins brought this back full circle, Denise. He's like, do you remember when you were begging for a fight from me a few months ago? Now you got it. And Ali was like, well, I'm just here to help you now. But uh, you know, he was talking his trash. And he whipped Ali's ass. This was not a long match. But considering where Ali is on the card and where Seth is on the card, I'm okay with that the week before Mania. Ali's in the Battle Royal. Seth is in a very high-profile match. So ideally, I would love them to have like a 10-15 minute slapper on Raw, but that's not where either one of them is right now in this situation. After this, Seth Rollins gets the crowd to chant, and WWE under Vince McMahon could not book baby faces at all. They have kept Seth Rollins extremely likable. I thought that 
all of this was very effective when you don't have Logan Paul here. You got Ali doing his job, Seth doing his job, and they hype up the match. Okay, so here's the thing about this. Now, even though it doesn't roll off the tongue very nicely, the positive Ali, I have to keep pausing to like actually think the whole word through. But the fact that WWE gave him a word, a thing to kind of uh, use, (laughs) this may sound weird, but that to me has been the biggest sign that they might actually do something with him moving forward the next couple of weeks, literally just because he got a word to use. But I can't explain it. But based on how WWE is, to me, this is the best sign for Mustafa Ali that we might actually see more for him. Do you remember, since we were talking about Stacey Keebler going into the Hall of Fame, do you remember what she and Test got over back in the day? What was it? Remind me. Testicles. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I didn't know what testicles were, though. Were you then. a testicle? No, because I didn't know what testicles were back then, Sean. They were Test fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware, but I still did not know, and I remember thinking about this. What a bummer. I know. I missed I out. Thought, you got to understand I that thought, there's a lot of things that just went over. I didn't figured you was a big time testicle, Denise. So, Sean, in regards yeah. to this match, okay. I will say this. I thought it was a nice little sprint of a match. It was fun. And you know what? Things are looking positive Ali for yeah, Mustafa Ali. <laughs> I have to think about it. Uh, <laughs> Dick Burns says, Ali loves that hat. And Rob Reed says, you hit it on the head with positive Ali and positively Paige. And the thing, it's it's like it's been 20 years since, 20 plus years since the positively Paige thing. And I know that a lot of those stick out in the memory a lot more than like gimmicks that were in the 70s and 80s because there's a lot more footage of it. And we've got social media that constantly reminds us. But I'm okay with them recycling stuff. I mean, Shawn Michaels is recycling his whole damn career on NXT. Yeah. He's doing yeah. every every damn thing. He's about to have somebody break their back on a casket next week. Like, poor Roxanne Perez. Poor <laughs> Roxanne Perez. Like, Triple H is just going to show up and throw her through a car window or something. <laughs> like, that poor girl can't escape Shawn Michaels' career at this point. Everybody keeps saying Carmelo Hayes is the next Shawn Michaels. No, he's looked at Roxanne and he said, you, you little girl, it's going to be you. So uh, I say, why not on the positively page thing? Tom Brady says, any word on update or Jay White going at Mania? Uh, Cody says, will Phil Scorb be at Mania? No word on either one of those. Um, Jonathan Corona as a freaking Corey Graves line, Patrick, Kevin Patrick, you got something happy to say, too late, their turn. I don't know. What? Uh, I don't understand that that reference. Maybe I clarify that for it. me. I don't or, know. Clarify, clarify that one for me, friend. I do not get that one. Orlando says, from these matches, which one are you most excited for? Omos versus Brock, women fatal four match, or men fatal four way tag match? Oh, the men's fatal four way tag match, for sure. Yeah, I think that one will be a banger. Um, I, based on what I saw at a Brock tonight, I would like to see Brock in those five minutes that they're going to get going about 234 miles an hour. I want to see him. Yeah. And how fast is Amaz going to go? Zero, but it doesn't matter. Like I, I just need Brock to go a million miles an hour. Just 
mow down know. Omos. I have a feeling that this is this is going to be on either end of the spectrum. It's either going to be really hella entertaining or it's going to be the worst thing we've ever seen. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that. I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be anywhere in between. So they're going to be really shitty or really well, good. They had this weigh-in. And they originally had like towels planned for the weigh-in because they wanted it to be similar to Brock's UFC thing. Well, somebody clearly didn't understand what that is. When you have a towel at a weigh-in, it's because you you have to get naked to make the weight. You're taking off your shorts and everything, and they're covering you up with the towel. And the reason for like Brock never needed well, okay, well maybe he did because he was cutting to 265 pounds because. UFC's heavyweights have a limit and it's 265. But with this, there's no weight limit. So nobody needed to get butt naked for this. So they, at some point today, they went, Why the hell are we bringing the towels? Maybe about the time that Fightful Select posted the Select Portions update that mentioned that. So they just completely scrapped that. They did have the scale. Brock picked it up and tried to hit Omos with it, but it didn't work. Brock also goes like 900 miles an hour. We ain't seen him at the ropes like that in maybe 20 years, Denise. I'm going to say this. Brock kind of looks like he's having a good time with this. Yeah. It's weird, but I I don't know. Based on how he seemed today, I kind of thought that I got the vibe from Brock that this ain't too bad. Like he's in there and he's going to have a good time with this. Do you remember his first match back after he came back and he did that wild ass jump like off the stairs over the top rope and his knee got caught? Oh, it was horrible. But Brock is like one of the biggest freak athletes. He, yeah. He's the Bo Jackson of pro wrestling. Like he, he can do physically. Which is why we're getting this dream match with Omos. Of course, because people want to see match. an F5 Omos. But yeah, uh, this was Brock looking intimidated is something you don't see a lot. So I think that that was kind of a decent build, but I feel like they, they harmed the potential intrigue of Omos so much last year. I wish they would have done, like I mentioned and set made it a big deal when he got knocked off his feet, when he got slammed and when he got pinned and then you keep him strong after that. But to me, him just simply not being on the show, isn't him being strong. Look, I'm going to be honest. When this match was first announced, I would have preferred to eat a jar of pickles. But after this, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
um, the like last pickles. couple of weeks. I honestly, I hate pickles. That's how badly really? I hate it. Women generally week. love pickles. Jesus Christ, Sean. But not so, like that. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You're just, that's just the thing. Women love pickles, huh? Listen, it's just a known me, fact, hit, huh? Hit me up in the chat. Have you noticed that women generally <laughs> Look, love pickles? The point is. Listen, I used to work at a car wash. And oh my God, what was happening at this car wash, son? <laughs> this is a family show. Listen, and <laughs> pickles were very popular. <laughs> and then, then I noticed this pattern. Stop. Listen, the next place that I worked at, son, stop, they were stop. very popular with women. Stop. They would say, you say something you're going regret. to Walmart and tend to jar pickles. They would snack on them all day. Maybe it's a Kentucky thing. Look at this. Wait, oh yeah, they love it. Denise, weird. Listen, I'm not saying it's only a women thing, but look, had an ex who would drink pickle juice. I'm sorry, but that's disgusting. Listen. Okay, I don't even know if you're being serious or not being I'm serious. Dead serious. Anymore. I'm dead serious. I noticed this like over a decade ago. No, so ago. you're being serious. Like I'm when you're talking serious. about pickles and women loving pickles, you really mean the pickle pickle. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about them shoving them <laughs> crazy places like you are, Denise. I have some decorum. I'm a professional. Okay, because okay? I'm just saying, I thought you meant something else. Okay, the point that I'm trying to get at here is that I really hated this Brock Omas thing, all right? And I hate pickles. I would have much preferred to eat a jar of pickles than watch this match when it was first announced. However, within the last couple of so weeks, So you're saying for some it wasn't reason, that much of a decision because women love pickles. For some reason, I don't hate it that much anymore, okay? If I hated it at 100%, I hate it 40% now, okay? What can I say? I'm not made out of stone. I have a little bit of interest in this for some reason. Step host is out here saying, oh, no, step viewers. I'd rather get my hands stuck in this pickle jar and I need some help out than watch this match. That's, That's all I'm saying. Is that that's what she's saying. I also really do think it's nasty, though, when people are eating those pickles in the pickle bags and I see them at the state fair with the pickle bags. I'm like, oh, OK. We get the big turkey legs here and I always fall for it. I Uh, I like the bacon wrapped turkey legs. Those are good. I am such a mark for like those those big drumstick, those turkey legs and like really fair food in general. Like and, and where I move, they've got one. Do you have like, like the Kentucky State Fair, kind of like the Alley County Fair, Orange County Fair? Do you have that? Yeah, that's in, I think that's in Louisville though. But um, it's just a bunch of fried food. We've got like, I don't know what kind of fair it is, but it's actually not far from where I live at a park. And I always, I fell for the food. I went there like twice last year. I fell for the food and it sucked. Took one bite, waste of like 10, 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't ever eat a uh, a turkey More leg. More like an unfair. No, don't ever eat a turkey leg at Disney. By the way, I heard a rumor that supposedly it's emu. I don't know if it's true, but I heard I heard a rumor that it's not even a real turkey. It's like emu or something. Well, you'll be going from emu to emo if you don't get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get four additional months free, thirty day money back guarantee. And a great deal. NordVPN.com slash Fightful does so many things. It's the fastest VPN in the world, but it shields your data from snoops and criminals. Also, I'm going to be flying from uh, Louisville to L.A. 
and then back. I'm going to make sure that I need my, my data uh, safe, secure uh, when I'm on that public Wi-Fi. Because let me tell you, I'm going to be on that spirit Wi-Fi. I ain't trusting them at all. My Nord VPN. Exactly. Exactly. My Nord VPN going to be working overtime when I'm on that trip. Also, you can access content that you can't usually get uh, in the States. Like there, there, It's a hot period for TV shows. We're talking like Succession, Yellow Jackets, all that good stuff that's coming out now. You can watch it a little bit earlier when you got NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You don't have to wait till 3 a.m. Eastern. Ugh. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And their newest feature protects you from ads, trackers, and malware. No more annoying pop-up ads. You get secure and private access to the internet. And it works on all of your devices. They've got uh, extensions for Chrome, Firefox, Edge, Android Linux, Android TV, Windows, Mac, iOS, all that good stuff, and up to six devices with one subscription. You can choose from over 5,500 NordVPN servers in 60 countries because you're changing your virtual location with just one click. You can uh, make yourself seem like you're in America or overseas. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sean, I had to mute myself. I feel so bad that you're flying spirit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just Limited too funny. Amish Electrician says the pickle commentary is jarring. Oh. And Rob Wilkins says, thanks again, Denise, for being on Coexisting After Dark. Uh, check that out on FightfulSelect.com. In addition to that, uh, we broke a pretty big CM Punk story, which got heavily adjusted we were going to break that over the weekend or today but due to that post we pushed it up quite a bit uh, i did the backstage report podcast today where I, I walk you guys through the process of putting that story together and the big thing that we broke in that was tony khan and cm punk have been talking and things were progressing uh, seemingly well so check that out guys today we had the backstage report podcast select portions updates for some reason i was asking about the brand to brand invitational so we had something on that and we had the raw rundown we're gonna have a bunch of stories all week it is just five dollars and i know some of you go why would anybody ever pay for wrestling news but it's gonna be on twitter later well because as you found out ain't always reliable on twitter Ain't always reliable on those other sites. There is not an aggregator I haven't had to reach out to to be like, hey, not what we said. Get it straight from the source. Here, here's, my, here's my pitch. If you don't want to subscribe, steal someone's credit card and subscribe with that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Commit some identity fraud is all I'm saying. FightfulSelect.com. That's my pitch. You also get like 40 podcasts a month. It's it's a good deal. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, first inductee class into the AEW Hall of Fame. Um, I think they would do one or two people, but... Um, Jericho. Jericho. Oh, it'd be too yeah. soon. I think it'd be Jericho. Orlando Orego says, Raw was a pretty good show tonight. Crowd was on fire for the matches. The crowd was very, very good. And Orlando Orego says, my matches at Steel Mania will be Logan Seth, Rhea Charlotte, and IC three-way. Any matches you feel will steal the shows. Uh, if if I've got to pick one that isn't that, I'm going to say Asuka and Bianca. Um, what did what did they say? What did they pick? 
Logan Rollins. Oh, that was the one I was going to say. Yeah. But besides that one, the triple threat with Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what's the best, most affordable way to watch WrestleMania? I'll tell you. uh, You could get the old WWE Network interface by uh, using NordVPN.com slash Fightful and not have to deal with Peacock. Alex Diaz says, what's your official prediction on what match closes Mania Night 1? Will LA Night wrestle at Mania or do a segment with Stone Cold? I hope so. I really hope he does. I think he'd be perfect for it. But I think the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn end up main eventing. I don't know that for sure, but I think they do. That's the one I'm hoping for. So, even but, but it's different to hope and to actually think what they're going to do. Um, yeah. I hope that it is, but I do have a strong feeling that they might go with Charlotte and Rhea. Caden says the Omos theme was a banger. And Pavement Cut Your Hair says, is it true? I don't know how to pronounce that. Gideon will be in uh, Logan's Corner at Mania. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Gideon? Uh, J.M. Malagrito says, I think WWE's women's storyline kind of revolved around the four horsewomen. Now it's in disarray. Hopefully it gets a refresh after Mania. I know, and that's that's a thing that we always used to say under Vince was, okay, well, they'll reset after, they'll reset after, and the big rib was, no, they won't. There was no excuse for these terrible builds. Yeah. No, no excuse. What match would I have open night two of Mania? Bianca and uh, Asuka. I would have that. Oh, yeah. I would have that open up and set the tone. And boy, they'll kill it. They will absolutely kill it. Nerd Guru says, I've said many times, give Becky a mic. She can sell any feud or match. This women's six-woman tag has a better build than both women's title matches, which is a shame. Becky versus EO kicked all the ass. Run that back, please. Effortless chemistry. I agree. Incredibly incredibly weird is that the build hasn't even been great for that either it's just that they've actually have had better uh the mic work has been better and just no you know what no i disagree with that statement now that i put a little bit more thought longer it's been longer yeah i think we've just seen more from it but look I know that the Charlotte Flair SmackDown promo wasn't that great. And I know that that could be a lot, a lot, lot better. But I did like a lot of what Rhea had to say in some of her previous promos. Uh, I just think that the women's, the six woman one just has been going a lot longer. But damn, uh, you know what? Maybe I do go back on this statement. I go back. It is the six woman tag that's been better built. Damn, sorry. I had to go back and forth on that one. Matthew England says LA Knight is advertised for the Andre Battle Royal. I, I know, but you never know what can happen the next night. Deontay Swainer says on the road to 100 hours of wrestling this week, already at 24. Got Ooh. stardom, New Japan, and more shows. I'm excited. All love Denise and Sean. Good luck, my friend. That's a lot. That sounds like a good week to me. Uh, to me, even a bad week of wrestling beats a, a good week of anything. What's else. the max wrestling hours that you think you can do straight watching? What do you mean straight? Like, like in 24 hours, can you watch 24 hours straight of wrestling is what I'm saying. No, absolutely not. No, no I think I, I could do like, because I've done like what, like eight or 10 at WrestleMania? What's like the longest? I've, I've done 20 before. Oh, I've no, done I like, think I could do that. I think I did 20 one year for Mania whenever I think Flow Slam was at its peak. I think I did like 20. I think the day. most I can probably do is like 12. But that yeah, would require pretty- a lot of snacking. It was it was close. Um, 
it was close to being an all-nighter uh, during, I think it was 2017, 2018, maybe. I don't, I can't remember. But we were covering every indie thing then because a, a lot of my thing was WWE wasn't giving me interviews then. So I was like, okay, I'm going to interview at least one person on every goddamn show WrestleMania week. And I did. We got something from every single show that I could find promoted, uh, which fortunately Joey Janela was on like six of them. So he promoted like a bunch of them. But um, fortunately, uh, we, we can do that and get WWE stuff for you this week. So stay tuned to youtube.com slash Fightful. Jonathan Corona says, Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick, you got something happy to say, too late their turn. When they were singing Seth's theme song. Okay, that's what Jonathan Corona meant. Uh, it was it was a line when they were singing Seth's theme. I didn't even notice. Finn Balor promo. This was really good. I liked this a lot. This is one of the best things I thought of the feud was Finn Balor. And again, this hasn't been the Finn Balor we've seen for a long time because Judgment Day has become more like WWE's Bullet Club. They've He's been, been more super like, cheesy lately. Yeah. Super cheesy. But I thought this was good. This was good when he said that there's nothing more dangerous than a cage demon. And then you get the little the little uh, shots of them fading in and out, the, the demon persona in and out. And then finally they announced that the demon Finn Balor is coming. I was like, yes, thank you. Just yep. give it to me straight. Uh, this was great. What can I say? I'm excited-ish for it. Uh, I, I'm still a little bit curious to see how long this match is going to be, but I'm still I'm I'm hoping for some good quality stuff, which is kind of weird that you're thinking about this match. It's a hell in a cell, and I don't feel like very many people are talking about this match. I almost even forgot it was happening until until literally today on Raw. Me too. It's no, not I mean, like it's, the top five match that I think about. It's being overshadowed a lot. A yeah. Lot. Um. The Austin Theory promo kicked so much ass. Really? God, I love this. It was him in an empty arena. I thought it was great. Yeah. Oh, man, I hated it. Why? Oh, my God. I could not get into it. And I think I, when I tweeted this out, was my, my issue with it was mainly just because I didn't like he's the white. concept. Oh. <laughs> what? Because he's white. I didn't like the concept of going out there with no people. I thought it was dumb. Oh, I loved it. They would have wadded him to death. So I thought that was that was better because Austin Theory was taking away. I thought he was taking away the thing that John Cena was using. Like it was him saying, you're telling me I've got to answer to them, but I don't. I'm literally right here not answering to them. And this is still going to make air like it's it was him saying, I don't really give a shit about what the audience thinks. And you can't, oh, this you? Is this you trying to please the fans? Because he's not even showing up for the fans on Raw. He's actively on the show every single week, and he's still like, no, I don't care. And I also won't care next week when I beat you like you just said that I would. That's how I took that. Yeah, and but I, I, mean, get, I, I get, get your it. perspective he, from white, it. But so for me, it was very hard to get into because I'm like, oh, no. Right away, I got like PTSD trauma from like the pandemic era. And I was like, oh, no, no, stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Oh, Denise hates all the white people on the what? show. I'm, I'm just saying. Jonathan oh, Corona yes. says so. So let's say Disney buys WWE. <laughs> by that, hold on. By that logic, my favorite wrestler is supposed to be Dominic then. He spoke Spanish in his promo. 
Uh, I can translate if you want me to. But Jonathan Corona said, so let's say Disney buys WWE. I want to see Darth Vader and the Stormtrooper versus the Bloodline. Damn, that would be a good match. I would love to see crossovers. I don't care. As long as it was entertaining. But I'll tell you what was entertaining. I haven't even seen Goodfellas, but I thought this was the best trailer that we saw out of WWE, the Bloodline Goodfellas trailer. Sean, we need to talk. We have to have a serious conversation. This is what I don't understand. You've tweeted so many times. I haven't seen Encino Man. I haven't seen I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. I haven't seen Godfellas. I'm like, you lived in Kentucky for years in this like middle of nowhere. What did you do with your time? Denise. I smoked weed and trained MMA for forever. You couldn't watch these classic movies. How are you missing so many movies, but yet you had time to watch? What's that dumb movie you made me watch that was like super relatable to you? What was it called again? The the one that you made me watch, the one with the snakes and the firecrackers? Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Dirt. But you had time to watch Joe Dirt. Listen, if if me watching Joe Dirt doesn't just endorse that I was smoking that ganja and dumping people on their heads, I don't know what else does. I'm sorry. I just that's don't get how every time I go on your Twitter, there's a new movie that you haven't seen. That's a freaking classic. And I'm like, how is he? Like, what were you doing, Sean? All right. But anyways, I agree with you. I think this one was definitely the best one. I thought that all of the acting that they all did was really good because you, Paul Heyman, given humps, Denise, Paul Heyman, um, damn you, Paul Heyman. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> All I can remember. And somebody is says Joe Dirt was culture. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys. Oh, a little line no, I don't want to hear another Joe Dirt rant. Please. Muted, muted. The reason I had Denise watch Joe Dirt is because there was a very, very important line in there, and I've recited it to my staff many, many times. When I got into media, I wanted to be like super serious journalist, and as I went along further, I realized, you know what? Maybe that's not the best use of me maybe that's not what i'm best at i'm better as a reporter and sometimes it's reporting things that i don't even care about and i use the snakes and sparklers line of thinking that g bro says and that's when kicking wing is selling fireworks but all he has is snakes and sparklers and joe dirt goes why and he said well those are the only ones that i like and joe dirt says well that's why you're failing because you don't have any whistling kitty chasers or like fried bungholes or whatever the hell it was that he said. Sometimes you got to sell some stuff that you don't like, that you don't care about. There you go. We're just, we're, we're just not the same, Sean. We're not the same. Life and I lessons. can't believe I sat there and I watched this movie <laughs> just Listen, because you made says, me. This person says, I'm pretty sure I quote Joe Dirt more than I ever do Goodfellas. Stop it. I would stop. That movie was something else. Izzy asks if weed's even legal in Kentucky. No, I'm a hardened criminal. Uh, I only smoked weed because I broke my neck and it's how I got to sleep. But uh, hey, if, you get, if anybody wants to uh, to help me out in L.A., please. Uh, uh, I'm not soliciting drugs on the air. I promise. Don't worry. But I have a bunch anyway. of weed for you, Sean. What is it? I have a bunch of weed for you. Do you? Yeah. I do. What? You don't believe me? 
Do I no. not look like I smoke weed? No. <laughs> I don't. Not at all. I don't. I, listen, I'm not going to judge you if you don't, but no. Listen. I saw and, and weed. I, I don't care why anybody else smokes life. it. Somebody's saw- saying it's fine without injuries, but I mean, that's the reason why I don't is because I don't want to get high. And then all of a sudden at 8 p.m. at night, I get a message from Jeremy that says, Sean, Hulk Hogan has taken a dump out of a moving truck going down the freeway. And then I got to cover it just blazed off my ass. Like, I just don't want to do that. You know, it's what's weird, the punchline for Denise? a second though. You bought it for a second, for a second. You were wondering, Hmm. No, I did smoke weed. Not you a did. Little bit. I fooled no, you I for a split second. Absolutely not. But no, for real, I've never smoked weed in my life, but I did see weed one time. I've only been up oh. close to weed one time and it was at GCW. And it was one oh, time. Today, I, saw it, I was just like, like, what? It was one time I saw somebody with it. That was it. And I was like, oh, that's what weed looks like. What's worse? I'm not going to tell you who it was, but I said this to the person and I just told myself, oh my God, Denise, why the did you say that out loud? Like, why did you tell this person that you were seeing weed for the very first time in your life? It was so Uh, embarrassing. Like, I wanted to die. When I said that, I was like, you could not be more of a pathetic loser than at this moment right now. I don't think that makes you a loser. (laughs) It was embarrassing, Sean. I'm 30 years old and I saw weed for the first time like last year. I mean, I remember the first time I saw Coke and I said, what the fuck are you doing out loud? I've never seen Coke. No, thanks. I've never even seen it been near that. I don't know. I haven't seen any of that. I screamed, what the fuck are you doing? And the person said, oh, do you want some? And I said, no. Also, leave. Because it was a place that I resided. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway. um, Yes, boy says, can we talk about that quote? You really are a funny tribal chief. So Solo pushing back a little bit in this skit. That was good. That was, do you think it's foreshadowing, Denise? I think it has to be. Or do you think we're reading too much into it? Or you think they just did it for like to get kicks in the actual spoof? I think it's both. Okay. You think maybe they did it and then now they're like, hmm, we have something here and we can just kind of go from there. I do. I do. I think it's, I think it's uh, one of those things that it's like, okay, well, maybe we'll pique some people's interests here. I like, I, yeah. I like it. I thought it was good. But can I, I just say Paul Heyman good. did a really great job. Hey, he the Bengals like signed really a tight afraid. end. Hell yeah. Nice. Okay. This isn't a Bengals podcast. It can be not so magical. Mike says not going to lie. I'd love it. If theory was the only champ to retain. I wouldn't hate it either. Honestly. Gabe Horn says any rumors and news on post mania call-ups. I feel breaker and Waller were the favorites. Uh, I think the loser of Carmelo and Breaker probably goes up. Uh, that's that's what I think. And I've long thought that Casey and Caden were going to come up. Like, what more can they possibly do in NXT? Yeah, there has even when they were champions, there was only so much that they had them do. Izzy says, does having wrestling as a job hurt the experience? Uh, as though at times you have to watch, not because you want to. I, I mean, I really I love my job. Like, there's if. I've said this. Okay, before. be honest. If you weren't a, if you weren't doing this job, would you tune into Raw every week? No, I wouldn't. I would, I go. would watch it on DVR, but or I would, 
I would I'd probably keep up watch with the it. highlights. Yeah. I'd probably watch the highlights or I, I just wouldn't watch three hours of it. I mean, there's right. But there's I wouldn't no, be here at 5 p.m. sitting down. <laughs> yeah, but there's like I don't watch I, I don't watch a lot of three hour movies, honestly. Like I Well, we we just we've deciphered you haven't watched any big movies, Sean. Sure. We've sure, established that. I don't really watch any I don't watch three hour baseball games on TV. I don't watch Do you full, not really? No, no, I'll watch like sports. Them. It's different. I feel like sports, you should be able to watch like everything straightforward. I'll, I'll tune in and like the fifth inning and I'll do the, the catch up through key plays thing that's on YouTube TV. Uh, I watch football for three hours. I'd watch that for four or five hours, but that's a little bit different. Yeah, but no. But I mean, I love wrestling more than anything, too. Cyclops says, hope everyone uh, is at peace with Bianca beating Asuka at Mania because no way Bianca ever loses at Mania as she shouldn't. Uh, I'm in agreement. Bianca is undefeated at WrestleMania. I think they should continue that streak, and I think she should be Mrs. WrestleMania and have absolute bangers and win them all. If she didn't lose to Bailey, and that was a really interesting feud that I was really into, I don't think she should be losing to Asuka. Yeah. Lake says, I was at a Slipknot concert last year and four elderly people in the row in front of me were passing around a joint back and forth. It was so funny. And uh, Trey Cash, man, he sent a very generous Humper chat. Thank you so much. He says, hey, Sean, I know they say no one knows if they're going to win their matches at Mania. Do you really think someone like Roman would not know when he's going to drop the belt? Can't see them not giving him a heads up. Thanks. I'm sure that Roman like has an idea based on what he's doing after WrestleMania, whether or not he's going to win. I mean, we even had Lance Storm say outright, during my time there, I was never told to finish before the day of. Because I've been asking people about uh, the the gambling thing, and I've got a story that's going to come on that in a few weeks, hopefully. But they were like, well, we don't usually get told until the day of anyway. For example, Denise and, and Trey, the day one, catastrophe that they had where it was a fatal four-way and Big E got screwed and then Brock won. Nobody in the four-way originally even knew who was going to win that match. They only knew Brock was getting added and he was going to win. So a lot of those people don't know. But a guy like Roman, he knows if he, he knows what his next feud is. Like Roman is is very aware of if he's going to feud with Cody Rhodes or if he's going to feud with Solo Sokoa or Sami Zayn or whatever that may be. But um, I don't know. I guarantee you they ain't just out there telling randoms. Oh, hey, Cody's going to lose at Mania. That's just not what's what's happening right now. Right. We had the Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and Street Profits defeating Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders. I thought this was fun. It was a nice little promotion for uh, this weekend's match. Poor Eric. His nutsack has just got to be flattened like a penny on a railroad track after Ricochet hit that swanton directly onto his ball sack, Denise. That was brutal. Poor guy. This was fun, but yeah, tired of the coexisting stuff. I I, I don't I, I hope they just change it to can they get along? I need to hear a different word in my ears. This is fun. This was though, fun. Never- Shout out to Montez Ford, by the way, for that awesome oh, finish. Great. It was he cool. looked great. Did you see that picture of Cody with Braun on his shoulders this weekend? I did. I did see that. Cool. Will that posted so that. Cool. Yeah. That looked so cool. Looked so great. I didn't realize. Uh, that shout was out to like, Will. Oh, uh, 
You can catch him on Day After Dynamite every Thursday. And of course, uh, Grapsity. And he's doing the WrestleMania review with me. Big Redhead 75 says, Weed Talk with Wrestling Talk. Man, I love you guys. <laughs> uh, we had Baron Corbin backstage. And I love like the new aspect of bum ass Corbin. Like, it's not even bum ass Corbin, it's he can't even get attention, Corbin. Because Chelsea Green just slides right in. Dude, does- I was trying to remember right now. When did Baron Corbin come out on the show? Exactly. And then you said Chelsea Green. I was like, oh, yeah, now I remember. I completely I lo- forgot he was on the show. What I, what I like is when two completely unrelated characters have a segment and one is able to benefit from the other. And this is Baron Corbin not getting any attention and getting really frustrated that he's not getting opportunities. And then Chelsea Green shows up and she just bitches and whines every week. And Sonya shows up, and then Adam Pierce goes, yeah, fine. You complain, you get what you want, you guys have a match. And they won the match, so they're going to Mania. So Corbin's just sitting around like, I thought this worked out well. It worked out great for Chelsea, great for Sonya, great for Corbin. And again, I thought it worked out great for, for Adam Pierce too. I didn't remember squat about Baron Corbin during this. Like this whole focus to me was about uh, Chelsea and Sonia. And I did love that they got paired up together because they were both busting Adam Pierce's balls for weeks, man, annoying the poor guy. And so for them to come together and he even made fun of their, he said that they could be called the complaint department as a tag team name. I thought that was really funny. Uh, And yeah, I'm glad that they were added to this match. It was fine. I'm happy to see them added to it. Yeah, I am too. Um, Jay Miller says Chelsea Green has had three different tag partners this month. Make it make sense. Carmella was on Wheel of Fortune tonight. Well, they filmed that quite a while back. Uh, I don't know why Carmella hasn't been around. Nobody in, in uh, around there has been told. But uh, Chelsea, I mean, obviously something happened with Carmella, so she's not there. I think Sonya is a good one as well. I thought Carmella was the best fit. But Sonya isn't bad because not only it... <laughs> They have the his. She has the history of. She has the history. Also irritating Pierce. But I, I love the complaint department as their name. Yeah. But I like it because Sonia can draw on her experience as a former manager. She can be like, I was a manager, so I know how it's supposed to go. Like I think this could be really, really good. Yeah. I, and I kind of like this pairing that. a little bit better. Actually, it gives Sonia something to do too, something different, something new. Yeah. Got the Dom promo saying he wished Eddie was the real father. He said this recently, though. Like he's and what was worse was that he said he hadn't said it before. And I'm like, bro, you just said it. I even thought to myself, am I crazy? Because I've heard this before. He absolutely did. Then he cut a promo in Spanish. Uh, Denise, what did he say? No, you translate. You're an expert, Sean. Come on, show your chops. You told me you were practicing Spanish. This is it. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you're muted, huh? Okay, well, this is what Dominic said. (laughs) Dominic said that. I'm translating already, Sean. You can stop miming. I'm doing the translation. Dominic Mysterio basically said that that Aaliyah and Angie, that stop it, it's distracting me, that Aaliyah and... That Aaliyah and Angie would always side with Rey Mysterio and that they didn't care about him and that Aaliyah was worthless. And then they also he also said that everyone was jealous of him because uh, he was taller and more handsomer than Rey Mysterio. Okay, that's that's exactly what I was saying. Sorry, 
Sorry, I'm so sorry for the technical difficulties, guys. Um, Drew Nicholas, uh, by the way, watch the Mania Watch Along. I believe he'll be on it this weekend. He says, I'm now sold on XCon Dom. Couldn't get into it through this whole build, but they got to give him credit for the mega heat he gets. They don't even what chant him, and they what chant Bailey. That's a very <laughs> that good point. That is true. That is true. And the thing, the big takeaway from this, though, is that I didn't know if Dominic could speak Spanish or not. I really thought he was like a no sabo kid, and I know you don't know what that is, Sean, so I'll just move forward. But I really did think that, like, I had no idea he could even bust out a couple of sentences in Spanish. Like, legitimately no idea. I thought this was great. The crowd ate up the, the Spanish. Huh? <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. The crowd ate up the Spanish promo too. He needs to really, I think they should have done that a long time ago. And because here's the thing about Dominic, and I don't know if you've seen this on like social media, but he gets a lot of freaking hate, like people who legitimately like him and also dislike him. Also like, like Latinos, they don't like Dominic. They don't. So if he were to really like heal it up with the Spanish, I think people would be even more like this freaking kid because people legitimately do not like him. Like I've seen like they've been worked and I've seen it in the comments. I see the comments all the time. But um, yeah, so I think he can actually add that a little bit more. And if he really amplifies that in L.A., I think he'd get a really good reaction. Sheldon says, I feel for Priest, the OG member of Judgment Day with Edge joining last year, and he's the only member to not have a match at Mania one year later, and he's still not having a match. Well, I mean, Damian, like if he never had another Mania match, he's already had a pretty great WrestleMania career with the Bad Bunny thing, but I would use him an awful lot. He should be helping out with, with the other the other people on the show, like. I kind of want to see Dominic come out like in a low rider. I want to see him like act all like he's a gangster, you know, like a fake gangster, but like really amplified a little bit more than he already yeah. has just amplified a lot. I think that would be really funny. We had a backstage segment. It was like a casting list at a high school play. Everybody was like checking out to see if they, they were in the Andre battle Royal. Hey, they could subscribe to fightfulselect.com because they had that specific list. Didn't they already today. post a graphic on Yeah, Smackdown? but we had the official list that they were posting tonight. Oh, okay. The but they had one. the graphic with all their pictures. But anyway, Lashley slaps Elias on the shoulder. Don't undermine the paywall, Denise. We had the very list that they <laughs> no, posted tonight. No, but I'm saying tonight. WWE Today was like... Muted. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying it's and making it seem like they didn't know they were in the match. Lashley in the damn battle royal on SmackDown, and this Hall of Fame class feels lackluster, says Andrew. Denise, are you going to the Hall of Fame? I haven't decided yet. I have three yeah. events on Friday that I'm trying to Same. figure out how I'm going to make it to all three. I would love to see Muta really badly because he's the first wrestler I ever saw with Sting and Flair, but it's a long night. I It'll know. Be, by the time that ends up airing, I'll be very tired. Or by the time it ends up happening, even. Oh, you're going to be tired faster, huh? Because it's like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. You'll be tired yeah. at like seven. <laughs> Mike <sad>. says, <laughs> if you had to give an honest prediction, do you see Lashley having a match or a segment at Mania? Do you think he wins the Battle Royal? Yeah, I think he wins the Battle Royal. Uh, I think he'll probably knock the shit out of somebody. Probably spear the Miz or beat him up or something at the show. 
We have Gunther defeating Dolph Ziggler and a promo afterward. Man, Gunther is in such incredible shape. Of course, he's getting this win because, again, Ziggler's doing what he's doing, Battle Royal. Gunther is in a very highly anticipated match. I just love that this Raw audience got to hear the slap. And, I mean, it's largely the same audience, but still, you never know. And I thought that this worked out very, very well. You want Gunther in there. Because, I mean, there are a lot of people that watch Raw that don't watch SmackDown. You want him in there against somebody that's going to make him look as good as possible. And uh, I thought that Ziggler made him look as good as possible. Crowd was kind of quiet for this, except for the slap. I hate that Gunther has sort of been like the third wheel in this. When he's the champion, he kind of does feel a little bit like the third wheel in this whole feud, though, with Sheamus and Drew. Yeah. Um, but I thought that he did well. I thought his promo was very good as yeah. well. This was good. I liked it. I, I did like the promo as well. I thought that was fine. I thought this was a very quick way to get him in front of you. Like you said, uh, you know, I don't want to say a new audience because I, I feel weird saying that, but just maybe people that, like you said, may not have seen Gunther on the regular basis. Broadway Joe says, Sean odds on how many seconds passport triple H tampers with Kato Kiyomiya and offers him a contract. Uh, he is from Noah for those who don't know. Uh, I mean, especially he's, pushing six feet tall. He's the type of wrestler that, that Triple H generally likes, but I don't know. I, I don't know what his contract status is, but I could see why why Triple H, why Triple H would like him for sure. Marcus Ryan says, how about calling up Indy Hartwell to team with Candice LeRae, then The Way returning or reuniting? Maybe a version of The Way, uh, not with Austin Theory. Austin Theory is beyond that. I, I kind of like the oddities idea that we had mentioned before, where they lead like this this band of misfits. But Indy and can like just because Candace isn't doing anything, like why not? And poor Mia and and Anderson and Gallows got they got hurt a lot by AJ getting hurt. Like it derailed everything. And it should enough happen that way, but hey, yeah. Get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. Sammy and KO promo, they referenced PWG backstage. And uh, I, I think it kind of foreshadowed that they would be at the on the end of the show because it was like, did they really fly them in just to do this backstage thing? So we get the promo. What would you think of it? Man, I got the feels. I honestly got the feels because, dude, when I was in eighth grade, man, fifth, eighth grade, I don't even remember, in, in middle school, my uncle would take me to PWG, you know, I, I, I've seen, you know, I've seen them there. I, I got, I got to experience that. And so hearing that it kind of took me back to this, you know, what feels like centuries ago. And I can't even believe it. It feels like another world when I think about that. And it, it, it was nice. I, I really got the feels with this one. It, 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 it got me right in the bones, right in the heart too. Loved it. I loved it. Uh, I did love the PWG references as well. Like, did you see I mean, my that, picture? I didn't see your picture. Well, go see my picture later. Okay. It's on okay. Twitter. I tweeted. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We are here every night. We're here every day this week as well. Uh, if you would be so kind, check out Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. That is just a whole different world of content with. Uh, a lot of personalities that you see here on, on our main channel. What is it, Denise? I put it in the private chat. Okay. You can see my picture. Okay. But it's got a, a wealth of other uh, of other personalities as well. Check it out. YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Oh, it's, it's you and uh, 
El Generico. El Generico. Whatever happened to him? No idea. Do you is see it? who's in the back too? I will look. <laughs> look is in the back to the left side. Oh, that's the Young Bucks. It's oh, the damn. Young Bucks. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Oh, damned. That's tw- like a whole other world. How old were you then? What's I don't know. It was in 2011. Gosh, so I'm 30 yeah. now. How do the math? I don't know. Okay. 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 I don't know how to do math. It's so embarrassing. Stop. I feel exposed. Cody and Heyman interviews. Uh, Sean Gardner says, "Is Cody losing at WrestleMania?" He better not. I Sorry. agree. He better That's not. Aggressive. But what he did do was beat Solo Sokoa. I'm okay with this. I'm completely fine with it. What do we have here? It says, why did Cody win clean? Solo should stay strong. So the Usos tried their damnedest, but they were thwarted by KO and Sammy. Ke- uh, Cody gets the win. He he dodges the spike, ends up hitting the crossroads. I thought they had a very good match. Again, you want Solo working matches like this with people like this. And a lot of people are like, keep him strong, keep him strong. He lost a main event of the Go Home Raw Before Mania to the guy who was about to main event WrestleMania against a two-and-a-half-year world champion. It's okay. That's what I said last week. Yes. what I said last week. I couldn't believe that people were even upset about it. Are you kidding me? Yes. It's okay for Solo Sokoa to lose to Cody Rhodes. It would not have been okay for Solo Sokoa to beat Cody Rhodes. Can you imagine? We- I would have been pissed, honestly. Yes. I would have been pissed. And they sold me a ticket, Denise. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was that a moment. After work. the Usos. Yep. I thought it was happening. I liked the match. Cody is just having bangers. He's been having bangers for years, though. I can't believe this is a guy they used to joking. Or they didn't jokingly call it. They sarcastically called him three-star Cody for a long time. And, uh. I'll tell you what I like about Cody he posted, or I don't know if he did or, or who did, but they posted the, the weight belt for mania. And he wrote on the back of it, all the promotions that he worked for after he left, uh, except for, from what I understand, one problematic one that he didn't write, he didn't put on there, but AEW all in new Japan ring of honor and all the Indies, even what culture pro wrestling, which holds a special place. And a lot of people's heart is on there. I thought that's great. Uh, Cody, it's so funny. People say, don't forget where you came from. Cody came from WWE, but Cody didn't forget where he went after that as well. And I got a lot of respect for that, but I liked this match, Denise. I liked the interference aspect of it because this plays into the two, what I think will be main events on Saturday and Sunday. And it's like, where's Solo Sokoa going to be? How's he going to play into this? What about the Usos? Will they be around? Will they be in position to be around? This floats a lot of things in your head. Cody gets a win. Solo's in there against the WrestleMania main eventer. I loved everything about this. And they protect. They also protected the Samoan Spike. He still hasn't used it on Cody Rhodes. He tried to use it last week on Raw. Remember, Cody blocked it, didn't get it. Um, and then this time again, he tried it again. 
reversed it, got the crossroads, still hasn't gotten it. I thought that was also something to remember, like a key thing to take away from it. This was fun. And yeah, that one moment afterwards where you thought that uh, Solo might have it for a split second. And then afterwards, you get that really great shot of Paul Heyman. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, This was fun. This was a good match. This was definitely the highlight of Raw. I would say I didn't think anything really topped this. I thought this top to bottom was the best thing we got on tonight's show. And yeah, I pretty much like the story that they're going with here. And I'm, I'm happy that they he that they protected the Samoan Spike for Sola Sokoa. And to me, Sola Sokoa loses nothing by taking this L. He should have been the one taking this L. I will not take any other argument. I completely agree. Uh, we've got... Sir Brindo, actually, uh, Deontay Swainer says, Adrenaline in my soul. I still love Cody Rhodes. Always happy to see Denise. Sean is cool and he's great. Excited for two Mania dates. Going to be an amazing show. Whoa. Much love, guys. Well, thank you so much. I am so excited that it's still two nights of Mania. It is a good method. Please keep doing it. Plus, the, I get a hold of those live events reports and every every single show, it's like highest grossing, highest grossing, highest grossing. You do two nights, you're making a lot more money. We got Deontay also saying, love that everyone loves Cody. It was rough being a Cody fan in 2019. Glad to see him getting his flowers. How sad. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> Veer says, the main event set the stage for Mania. They foreshadowed Zane Owens brawling with the Usos. Does Solo avenge his loss by costing Cody and hosing us? At WrestleMania? No, thanks. Can't, no. Can't have the finish like that at Mania. Gotta be clean as a sheet. Gotta be clean as a sheet. The most I want to see is maybe them trying to interfere and Sammy and KO saying, eh-eh. Then that's the most, because I don't want to see any interference involved in this match whatsoever. Yep. I completely I already told you agree. I'm planning on rioting if that if we don't see a new champion. Izzy says, don't like Roman only showing up two, two, two to three times before Mania. Just feel let down by the build since it's the first Mania I'll be at. I don't uh, blame yeah, that. I, that. I, I agree with that statement. I agree with that. I agree with uh, Logan Paul. I think John Cena either should have been around more or filmed more. They filmed something with him in Tampa it, with Austin Theory, and I, it never aired. Maybe it was for the game or something. But if you have Cena there, you can. They could the have inputted he, it today instead of the or in like what they did with the earlier segment that they did with Theory. Yeah, have a via satellite that he filmed the day he was there. I guess this isn't. I remember when they had him during the pandemic, Denise. They had him for like two or three days, and I was like, "For the love of God, film him beating up Heath Slater in a squash match or something, and put it on these pandemic raws." Like you've got him there, use him while you've got him there, and maximize him. And you got people that say, "Well, it wouldn't be special then." To hell with that. Give me a reason to watch this damn show. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's John Cena. I'll take anything. It's, if it's pre-taped, I'm good. I don't care. Sean Garner says, "What are your or when are your Mania predictions? Uh, Maggie and uh, Rob Wilkins will be doing theirs on Fightful this week, but I'll be joining Denise Tuesday on her channel. That's for tomorrow. As well, yes. Lloyd Zypher says. p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Lord Zypher says, uh, what time is it Pacific time? Three Pacific time, you said? 
No, I legitimately forgot. What time was it? No, you're trying to trick me. You're trying to trick me. I'm not Anyway, stupid. Lord Cypher says any updates on what matches will be what nights. Uh, Cody and Cody and Roman is night two. The tag team match is supposed to be night one. Um, theory, theory, and- theory, Cena night one. Rollins, Paul night one. Six woman tag match night one. Lesnar, Omos night one, I believe. And Charlotte, Rhea is night one, I think. Um, we'll see. I think the, the, I can't remember. I felt like the men's showcase is supposed to be night one and women's night two, but we'll see. Or, or the, the opposite of that, my bad. Women's showcase night one, men's night two is what I thought. And I had heard that maybe Edge and Balor night two. I, I don't, don't quote me on that. And our last super chat, Sir Brendo says, Denise, what was the busted open experience like Saturday? Did you do it home or the studios? I was honored to be the first caller of the day. I did it at home here. And uh, it's kind of crazy because I have to wake up at 4 a.m. because I have a meeting at 5 a.m. And then we start the show at 6 a.m. And so I go all the way through to 9 a.m. And then afterwards, I have to do some like other recording stuff so then I'm there till like 9 10 a.m and then I take a nap and then I got right back up and went to another gig but um it was a really cool experience there's a lot of stuff that I have to still like work on because I know a lot of people think it's just oh go on the air and start talking but there's a lot of like technical stuff that I still have to work on in terms of like going in and out of commercials and all of that. And there's so many breaks and timing things out. So there's a lot of timing that, you know, because I've never been on radio before my first time, uh, it yeah. really is really cool to kind of learn, but I've already learned so much just from those two shows. It, it's, it's a crazy experience. Like, and there's a lot of people that are working behind the scenes too, that people may not know about. Guys, uh, we are going to wrap up. List and your boy is at 3 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Uh, Izzy says the, no, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. No Sabo has me rolling. No Sabo, Dom- kid. <laughs> Do you want to know what that I, is, Sean? I know I know what it is. I know oh, okay. it's it's a right. Hispanic person that doesn't speak uh, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, there you I go. Know. So you, make, you don't want to be a no Sabo, kid. It's embarrassing. Wow. And you can get trolled for that, and then you, you can't defend yourself. It's too embarrassing. Tell the people where they can find you, Denise. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Tomorrow is our prediction show. We'll be talking about WrestleMania night one, night two, preview slash prediction show, 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, sorry, and uh, underscore Denise Salcedo. I was forgetting my own username. Guys, thank you all so much. Again, we are here all week. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I promise you'll enjoy it. Uh, the podcast I did today about CM Punk, uh, one you guys are going to want to check out. And, of course, we have Japanese wrestling coverage over there. We're, we're, we've got as much Joshi news as anybody these days, thanks to Scott Edwards. Until next time, guys, we're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.